What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hello. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Is this Chris? This is Chris. Hi, Maya. Thank you Hi. for thank you for the spontaneous uh, interview moment. I, I'm glad this is working out. Yes, likewise. Thank you. So, you know, I didn't quite get what this is going to be about and what what the result is going to be like. If you don't mind explaining a little bit. Of, of course, I'd be glad to. Um, so Transfaith is a, a multi-faith, multi-racial, multi-gender organization uh, working around issues of transgender spirituality. Um, and, and one of the things that we've uh, been wanting to do is, you know, create more space and visibility for stories of resilience from all kinds of folks, from different faith traditions and backgrounds, um, people who do different things in their lives. You know, a lot of times, you know, profiles that happen are, um, you know, you have to be clergy to, you know, for the news organizations to be interested in you um, or be credentialed in certain traditions in certain ways. And, and we think it's just, it's important to just tell stories of, of people who, you know, are surviving and getting by who have spirituality uh, as part of their, you know, as part of how they make the world work. Um, and okay. so... Towards that end, we uh, we created this five question profile. We're you know like most trans organizations, we're we're small and don't have a lot of capacity to do you know big profiles and you know create things from scratch. But we but we thought uh, if we had these five questions that sort of let people tell their own story. You know we the other thing that happens is our our, our stories get told by other people sometimes and and we put into boxes and. Uh, 
uh, you know, made to conform to to um, other people's narratives. So, so we tried to create these five open-ended questions to just let folks uh, tell their own story or, or give their own perspective on how uh, how they or, or you in this case uh, navigate the world as a transgender person of faith. Um, and and so that's so that's what it's that's what it's about. There's there's five questions. If you click through on that link I sent, you can you can see the questions that I'll be asking, um, and and just for you to you know to share what your what your point of view is. Yeah. Uh, so when you say create a profile, so are you gonna put my question and answer on your website or or how how are you gonna profile me? Yes. Yes. That's the idea. To to I can either transcribe. What you say uh, into text, or um, if it makes because. sense, I could post the audio files so that people can hear you in your own voice. Um, right. Either way would be fine with me. Yeah. On on your website with my photograph and stuff like that, you mean? Yes, yes, yes. And we right. went right. to to the the video project and and other. I know there's been a few articles that have have talked about you in in some ways uh, as well. So we've oh. been linking to everything we could find. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean other articles about me, right? Okay. Right, right. Uh, I know some other things exist. Oh, you've researched some of me. Is what, is that what I, you're saying? I, I've I've seen some. I, I haven't done an in-depth, you know, research yeah, project. Right, but, right, right. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand. No, thank you so much. I just needed to make sense of what was going on. That's all. Of course, uh, of Thank course. you for your patience about that. Uh, so. Mm -hmm. I don't have your questions in front of me. If you can just say the question to me, then I will answer accordingly. Is that okay? Or absolutely, absolutely, that's fine. And if you if you'd like, would you like me to read all five questions at the start and then you know read them again so you can answer them? Yes, please. Just so you know where we're headed. Sure. Yes. Okay. So here here are the five questions. Number one, how would you describe your spiritual or philosophical perspective? Number two. How has your spiritual or philosophical perspective evolved over time? And what kinds of opportunities and challenges have shaped your perspective? Number three, how do you see your work? And work is a word, you know, vocation, calling, advocacy, role, however you want to think about your work. How do you see your work in the, the world? How does your spiritual or philosophical perspective relate to your work? Uh, number four, when do you feel the most vibrant and alive? What resources or practices do you draw on to nurture your own resilience? And then number five, what kinds of issues or concerns do you think more, need more attention in the world? So those are the five questions. And you know, the real goal is, you know, in our work is, is to talk about resilience, like how do people... How do people get by? So you can see sort of teasing through, you know, your experience out of, out of traditions that you come in, come from or, or claim and, and how that right. sort of works out in your life. Right. 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 Okay. Thank you. Yes, um, thank you. So will you repeat the first question? And so I'll begin answering that. That's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So number one, how would you describe your spiritual or philosophical perspective? So my spiritual perspective or my spiritual belief system is currently, uh, you know, I, I, I am a Muslim, 
but I'm not religious. I'm more of a spiritual Muslim. And, and by that, I mean, while being a Muslim, I'm also accepting of all belief systems or lack thereof. Uh, and I'm closer to Buddhism uh, as, as a way of life, you know, the middle path, the acceptance, uh, love, etc. Uh, so that's my spiritual belief system at this point. While I am Muslim, I am not religious at all. I am spiritual. Okay. Does that answer your question? That that is fine. That is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And 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 you can elaborate. You know, as we go through these, I expect you'll have yeah. an opportunity to elaborate yeah. more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so number two, how has your spiritual or philosophical perspective? evolved over time, and what kinds of opportunities and challenges has shaped your perspective? Well, you know, I was born and raised in a, in a very strict religious, uh, traditional Muslim family in, in South India, and so I grew up with a lot of religion, you know, the do's and don'ts and the of religion, and I never really connected with religion or with God, true religion. Mm. Uh, uh, it was only when I discovered Buddhism and only when I discovered the spiritual aspects of, of, of being of Islam, uh, you know, or, or when, I, when, I, when I could reach the spiritual aspects of Islam and of uh, Buddhism and the acceptance of all belief systems or lack thereof and, and not being so rigid and and ha- being all-encompassing, and w- it, that's when I started having a, a developing a connection with my God for the first time in my life, literally. Yeah. Uh, so religion was not the way for me. It was through a spiritual connection that I now have a very strong connection, a strong relationship with my God. You know, I do everything, every little thing, you know, big or small, through my God, uh, mm-hmm. through you know, I have a conversation with my God. I pray to my God to, to, to guide me, to protect me, to do the right thing, or to have the right thing happen for me, make it happen, etc. Uh, so that's how it's evolved over time. And, and I've had to really uh, hold on to my faith uh, for very strongly, more than ever before, because my family disowned me based on religion. Oh. Uh, they completely. I'm sorry. What? I, I'm sorry. I was just I was just reacting with the oh, yeah, oh, oh wow yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so my family disowned me completely officially uh, based on religion, saying that I went against religion, and not to mention I've also dishonored the family and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, due to my transition. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that's that. And what challenges have I faced initially when my family disowned me? Based on religion, I, I, for a short while there, I felt, because my family, my brother told me that, you know, God hates you and you're going to hell for doing what you've done. Uh, and, you know, and so, and you're not a Muslim anymore. And, but, but that's what I was raised with and that's all I knew. And so for a short while there, not having, you know, believing that God hates me and I'm going to hell and God does not want me or I'm not, not a part of Islam anymore was very was, was very earth-shattering for me, if that makes sense. Uh, 
I I felt like I had no anchor to hold on to. Um uh so but then after after you know i i go to 12 step meetings i go to spiritual gatherings and so through that i i just uh regained my spiritual connection with my god and i have to remind myself and tell myself almost fake it till i made it i had to tell myself that my god loves me no matter what and that my god has created me the way i am and hence my god loves me no matter what and my god knows why i have done what i have done because i had no other way um this was it so this is how i that was my struggle and this is how i worked through it and and even today my strongest anchor is is my connection with my god with my higher power uh so does that answer the question Yes, that was a wonderful a wonderful response. I got chills there uh as you were speaking at the end. Um thank, thank you. you. Um number 3, how do you see your work uh and work is that big word vocation, calling, advocacy, role. How do you see your work in the in the world? How does your spiritual perspective relate to your work? Well, first of all, my work is I I'm, you know, I've I I am a holistic doctor. I have two doctors in holistic medicine. I used to practice, but I don't practice anymore because uh, a private practice requires to be a businesswoman as well, and I'm not a businesswoman. And if someone were to take care of the business aspects of it, then I might take the healing aspects. But that too is very challenging. And so, keeping the belief, uh, keeping the concept that physician healed myself, I've had to work on my own self especially with with the beginning of hormones and my transition and all of that it took everything out of me yeah. you know and so i couldn't be available to my patients after that so in the past i have practiced but not anymore but currently my focus is more on the is as an actor as a bollywood dancer and mm-hmm. as a post op transsexual activist uh, activist meaning you know through my movie mohammed to maya I'm sure you know about that, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, through my movie Muhammad to Maya, I and its screenings at various universities and festivals, we have Q and A's, and I, you know, it's about education and awareness. The movie is, and the Q and A's and everything, and my life as a, as you know, I, I have made it a point to be an advocate and be an activist to help educate. uh the world and bring about awareness in the world uh about what it means to be transgender and the plight of transgenders because of the lack of education and awareness about them yeah. uh, uh so that's been that is my work um and how does my spirituality connect with that is 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 I think it it goes hand in hand for me my spiritual connection my spirituality and my work go hand in hand because like I said every move that I make it, it happens through my god it happens uh through my higher power uh I'm in constant contact and constant uh, uh yes with my higher power in whatever it is that I do because I strongly believe that you know that there is a saying you know human beings make their plans and god laughs at them you know when we make up you know it's 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 so because you know because i believe that my god my higher power has a better plan for me 
than I can ever imagine, than I can that I can even ever know. So while I am making plans and while I am doing the best I can, uh, when I was younger, it was all about my plans and not really surrendering or, or trusting God. Now I've become more trusting and I surrender to God. And yes, I'm going to do my work, but, uh, but I'm very open and willing to accept what my God's plans are for me. Uh, so whether that's in acting or dancing or in holistic medicine or in my activism uh, as, a, as a transsexual woman, whichever, you know. Uh, so did I answer your question? No. Yes, that's 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 lovely. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so number four, we're past the halfway mark. Um, number four is when do you feel most vibrant and alive? What resources or practices do you draw on to nurture your own resilience? Well, acting is my passion, and so when I'm in, in, in like recently, I was in Transparent the. I, you've heard of Transparent, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Right? sure, sure. Yeah, so I'm on Transparent. I was in three episodes of Transparent. It's a very small role, but I am really grateful to be a part of this revolutionary show and movement, yeah. literally. Uh, so acting is, is when I'm my most vibrant, and when I give Bollywood or, or traditional Indian dance performances is when I'm also really vibrant and, and you know, my... That's when I feel really connected to life and to myself, and and see my purpose, and and would like to succeed in that, and do much more, and have more success, and have more joy and pleasure, uh, and rewards uh, through that and in that. Uh, what was the next part of the question? Uh, what resources or practices do you draw on to nurture your own resilience? Well, uh, the resources for me, number one is prayer. Number one is prayer. Prayer always, every day, several times a day, it works amazingly well. Like I said, for the smallest things to the biggest things. It doesn't matter. Prayer is my one number. Meditation works. You know, taking a walk around the block or exercise, whether it's running or walking. And, you know, and, and the, I also do a lot of walking meditation. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's, it's about trying to stay centered uh, and grounded as much as I can be at all times. Uh, <clears throat> so those are my resources, really, uh, from within myself. Uh, I, I do have my education, which I'm grateful for, and I do have uh, spiritual gatherings and groups and support groups and fellowship, which I'm grateful for, a lot of friends and People, uh, you know, my my birth family has disowned me, but I do have my chosen family of wonderful friends and uh, a support system. So those are my resources for my resilience, literally. Because once my family had, my blood family had disowned me, I, I literally lost the ground, uh, you know, beneath me, the floor beneath me. I I I I, I was. I was in a very bad shape with panic attacks and anxiety and crying constantly. And, yeah, I was in a huge mess. <clears throat> so it took all of this to, for me to have the resilience to continue to keep going despite, uh, because my family disowning me is a very big loss for me because I, when we were a very close-knit, very, very close-knit small family. I have an older brother, a younger sister, 
my mother and my father passed away a few years ago. So my mother, brother and sister, we were a very close with family. And once they've disowned me, it was, I, I, that was the only thing I really knew and had a connection with. So that was a huge loss for me. And so it is these other resources, the prayer, the meditation, the exercise, the support system, the spirituality groups, the fellowship, the friends, the chosen family. These are my resources. Wonderful. Uh, the, yeah. Yes, thank you. And and you you mentioned um, a spirituality group or a fellowship. Are those groups that uh, you've sort of built on your own, or were they groups that you entered into, or how did you find those connections? Well, you know, there are 12-step meetings, you know. Oh. Okay, great. 12-step meetings. I, I just joined 12-step meetings. You know, they're, they're always going on and they're very spiritually based. So, you know, once you start going in and regularly, you make them your home meeting, and then you start making you start making connections with fellows, especially uh, as a woman. I, I made a lot of connections with the women in the program, and then after that, sometimes we go out for dinner or go have some kind of a fellowship thing, which is what we call it, fellowship after the meetings and stuff. So I just went, these meetings already exist, I just had to find the right meetings and connect with the right people. If that makes sense. Wonderful. And I Perfect. also go to a tra- and I also go to a transgender support group on Fridays uh, at the Gay and Lesbian Center here in Los Angeles. Great, great. Thank you for elaborating. I just know that some people are okay. are trying to figure out where to find that kind of community. So I, I want to. Oh, absolutely, it. absolutely. Yeah, thank you. All right. So here's our last question, and this is where you get to go off on any extra tangents that you, you know, things that you want to include or, or share. Um, what kinds of issues or concerns do you think need more attention in the world? Well, first of all, trans rights, humanity, you know, the, the, the rights and the, the, the need for equality and acceptance for everyone. Uh, and especially focusing on minorities, whether it's blacks, whether it's transgender people, whether it's handicapped people, you know, any minority, they, they need these, they need to be, they need to experience equality and acceptance at all levels. Uh, we, of course, need more peace and love and understanding and education and awareness. And then I think in, compared to the past, you know, in the, in the past few years, uh, uh, there was the gay movement, and now there's been a lot of acceptance for uh, hom- homosexuality and gay lesbian communities. Uh, and, and I think now, as we speak, the trans movement is at its beginning stages, uh, wherein and hopefully it will lead to more acceptance and, and, and awareness and education. You know, I feel that the transgender community is the most misrepresented, misunderstood. And uh, an underrepresented community in the world, and, and the most marginalized in any part of the world, uh, especially in the eastern side of the world as well. And, and not to mention, in the United States alone, there have been several murders of transgender women. Uh, I, I'm sure you've heard of that. In, it's in the news yes. all the time. You know, yes. especially in very close in my neighborhood. Uh, so maybe a couple months ago or so, uh, a, a transgender woman was, 
because she, yes, she was stabbed and then burnt to the point of no recognition. Yeah. yeah. Burnt alive to the point of no recognition. So, you know, so th such horrendous, unbelievable uh, acts of hatred and crime, in crime, you know, it's just, it's, unex it's unbelievable, almost. Mm -hmm. It's like unheard of. Uh, so these things are, are serious issues that need more focus and these things need to be talked about. People don't want to talk about the bad stuff. They want to talk about the good stuff. They want to talk about transparent and, and orange is the new black and, and you know, Laverne Cox and all that is great. Right. All of that is great, you know, but what really needs focus is there's a lot of trans women, especially of color, and now even white trans women, they get killed left and right. It's, it's us trans women are the biggest target. Just as much as we are out in the media now, we are also being attacked left and right. Okay. You know, I, I feel the, the murders have been happening all along, but now they are more in the media. Right. Um, uh, being more brought to light, which is a good thing. So we can, these things need to be addressed and taken seriously by everyone else. You know, it's almost as if trans lives don't matter. Uh, right. So that's where the focus needs to be, I believe. Uh, yeah. So does that answer your question? That, that does answer my my question. Yeah. And that's, yeah. the, the, that's the last formal question yeah. as well. Um, right. Right. What, I'll, what I'll do, and, and if there's anything else you'd like to add, I'm certainly glad to make space for that. Um, uh, well, I, I am uh, I'm an actor and I'm a dancer and I'd love to do more projects of wherein I can act in movies or TV shows or whichever. I, I'm definitely very, very willing and open to having more opportunities in that area in the entertainment industry and in the activism in, uh, arena. Great, great. I will definitely include that uh, in the piece. What, what I think I'll do is um, transcribe what you've said into writing um, okay. and maybe take some clips of, what you, of, our, of our interview, of the actual audio recording, um, and Absolutely. put those together uh, in one place. Uh, with some links to, you know, to the uh, Mahometa Maya movie and, you know, some of the yeah. press that was done around that. Um, yeah. I'll link to the Transparent site. You know, I'll, I'll find links and, and whatnot that um, help, yeah. for, that people can click okay. through for more information about you and your yeah. work and your story. Um, and on my Facebook page, on my Facebook page, there is a, uh, a TV interview I, I did with uh, NBC uh the channel channel two excuse me channel two yeah c n b c and it's a, it was an interview with the there is a program there's a show called the insider i think it's 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 it comes up every day at seven p m on the pacific time seven p m uh so it's probably uh 10 p.m. at the Eastern Time. It's called The Insider. And on The Insider, it's by the Channel 2, which is CNBC. Okay. Uh, channel, uh, I, I recently gave an interview about uh, being transgender, and, and it was a very, very well-made interview. Very, they, they combined various aspects. They combined Transparent, Laverne Cox, uh, uh, the doctor who does, the SRS surgeries, uh, who is trans who's transgender herself, I forget her name, uh, 
and and you know Eddie Redmayne who won the Best Actor Academy Award this this year. Uh, he his next movie is as a transgender woman. Uh, anyway, so you should definitely check that out if if you can. It's on my Great. Facebook page. If you just if you just scroll yeah. down a little bit. I've, I've I've got it. I need to figure out how to get it off your Facebook page, but I but I'm looking at it right now, and oh, it's got clips of of your episode on transparent. It, it looks yes, like. yes. They have uh-huh. a clip of my episode on transparent and all of that. So you're looking at that right now. I've, I've, I've got it. Yeah, I've got it open. Yeah, I've got it open, and I'll try to figure out how to get that out of of Facebook. If you so just can... go to my Facebook page and then just scroll down quite a bit, you'll find it. It's it's there. Yep, I've got that there. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll put all this together um, and yeah. then send you a link to make sure that it looks okay to you. Um, if there's anything you okay. want to add or change or anything, I don't want you to, you know, we want to make sure that you're happy and comfortable with what. Yes, yes. With what I really appreciate that, and, and I trust you. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for the opportunity and for putting up with my uh, <laughs> demands, I should say. Oh, not uh, at all. Not at all. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm delighted that it uh, that it's come together this quickly for us to actually have a conversation. Thank you so much for making the time. Yeah. Uh, so you're a trans woman as well, right? I'm I'm trans identified. I, I actually identify as otherwise, which is you know a non-binary. Uh, oh, identity. okay, okay, non-gender confirming. Right, right. G- so was, gender non-confirming. Right, right. I was assigned female at birth, but I don't identify in that way. So. Um, and oh, you I, were a you were a female at birth. That's how I was assigned. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, well, okay. I didn't mean to offend you in any way. I just no. I'm yeah, not. I'm not curious. offended. Thank yeah. you for thank yeah. you for asking and inquiring about my yeah. story a little bit. So yeah, huh. yeah. And uh, so, where do you live? Uh, I'm I'm in the Philadelphia area. I'm in the middle of a, a messy divorce, and so I have an apartment outside Philadelphia. And I'm also staying with a friend in uh, in New Jersey uh, to be closer to my daughter. I have a, a nine-year-old adopted daughter. Okay, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, please do stay in touch. I know we are Facebook friends, and I'd love to stay in touch with you outside of this as well. And, likewise, yeah, and, likewise. And, yeah. and I know I added you to the to the Trans Faith in the Southwest group, so hopefully we'll yeah. also have some some ways to connect with other people as well um, along the way. But Absolutely. I will definitely stay in touch. I'm delighted to Absolutely. finally get to to meet you more, you know, in real time uh, after yes, seeing you on yes. Facebook. So yes, yes, likewise, and thank you so much again for the opportunity and for reaching out. You and, bet. And and I want to take a moment to thank you for all the wonderful work that you're doing, uh, irrespective of me. Just in general, you're doing some great work for the transgender community, and the more work we can do, the better. So I want to thank you for all the wonderful work that you're doing and you have been doing. Thank uh, you. So, thank you so yeah, okay. And I'm, I'm so well, delighted to see that we will see you in this season of Transparent. I, I will be looking forward to that even more. Uh, I hope so, yes, I hope so. Well, you take care and all right. you have, and a, great have day a lovely tomorrow. day. Yeah, thanks. Bye. All right, thanks. Bye-bye.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.